here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm your host, Michael Dow, and with me tonight uh, is, uh, <coughs> excuse me, is Sue Timberlake. Hey there. And a special guest, Packy uh, Wheeland, Wyland? Wheeland. Wheeland. And hello there, too. Uh, Packy is uh, uh, a regular host member. I don't know exactly how you guys describe yourselves, but on the another great show on, on Valley Free Radio, Bread and Roses. That's right. You yeah. want to occupy the airwaves. And occupy the airwaves. Oh, well, <laughs> that's crazy leftist nonsense. I mean, I, you know. I just call it the gang. Yeah. Well, you know, like like back at the country club, they told me that stuff's uh, just rabble-rousing <laughs> nonsense. So I, 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 of course, have no respect for that. And we have uh, our uh, esteemed uh, uh, utility man, Stefan Ward-Wheaton, running the board tonight. Beep, boop, beep. Yes. <laughs> so there he is. Uh, hopefully, genre will be... Uh, Feeling back up to snuff and, and back with us too. Uh, so before we get into you know talking about the politics and the civil and the stuff, uh, I should mention some basic information. We love to hear from you, and you can get in touch with us in a few different ways. On Twitter at Civil Politics FM, on Facebook Facebook.com slash Civil Politics Radio, uh, or email Civil Politics Radio at ValleyFreeRadio.org. Uh, you can also go to our website civilpoliticsradio.com and listen to recordings of previous episodes of the show, links to things we talk about, nonsense like that. Uh, and I should also mention that for those of you scoring and playing along at home, we do actually try to post links to things we talk about in real time. Uh, one of the things Stefan is supposedly doing with that laptop over there is he's not playing video poker, he swears. And uh, <laughs> Wait, I see Queen. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. No, no. The, the red two and the black three, dude. <laughs> Don't give away my hand, people. <laughs> I thought it was solitaire. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, Stefan will be posting links, you know, when, as, and if we can find them. Uh, and they will have the hashtag civil references, so you can follow along. Uh, yeah, and, oh, and uh, genre, I know... Uh, we're we're sort of updating our social media presence a bit, and uh, if any of you are have uh, an interest in uh, helping us out with that, please do get in touch with us. Civil Politics uh, Radio at ValleyFreeRadio dot org. Thank you. Didn't we offer to let people pick the topic for the evening? Yes. If they redesign our banners. Yes. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Wow. So this could be dangerous. Oh. <laughs> yes. This is really a very democratic institution you're out here. Yes, I hate it. But, you know, I'm stuck with it. <laughs> I'm outnumbered and outvoted. Uh-huh. So, um, Sounds like democracy in action. Right, exactly. <laughs> I, whereas I prefer inactive democracy. Wait, no. Sorry. <laughs> Tyranny of the ma- majority? Uh, Wait. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I was just raised by Republicans. I'm not actually one. Um, <laughs> and I'm old enough to be your grandmother no god no sue you're barely old enough to to be my parent okay <laughs> i'll take that yeah we we you're, you're we had babies young in my family so well <laughs> see that's why i'm saying barely you know like like you're either like the significantly older sibling or else you're you know like like the teen parent and it's all like very embarrassing and we don't talk about it but Come we talk think about of it, it on civil politics. Very embarrassing. We don't talk about it. I think are my nicknames in my family. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> oh, and hi, Mom. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, I'll put a pin in. I want to, like, I just saw a story about uh, vote suppression in Indiana that was, like, just made me go, Urgh. But um, 
you know, because I mentioned being a Republican and yes. not wanting democracy to work. Um, <laughs> but, Got it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Pocky, you are, uh, I don't know if notorious, infamous, well-known, uh, something. Um, All those things, I think. Yes, indeed. <laughs> well, no, but you have a, you have a history of, of going out and protesting and trying to, you know, be civilly disobedient in, 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 in order of, in, in service to good causes. And you were actually just out doing that uh, just the other day. Just Tuesday, yes. So um, here in Western Mass, it's a local issue. It's about the, the natural gas pipelines. Uh, I forget which companies want to build. Ah, it's uh, Kinder Morgan. Kinder Morgan. And uh, it's a Tennessee gas pipeline, but Tennessee gas is now fully owned by Kinder Morgan. And I'll just tell you a little something about Mr. Please Kinder do. and Mr. Morgan. They, oh, wait, uh, are they still the two owners? They or? once worked for, uh, speaking of infamous, Enron. Oh. And just <laughs> Well, that went out, worked out very well for everyone, so that's, <laughs> well, that's clearly a good thing. Did they escape well first? Yes, yeah. they did. Oh, yeah? And, they uh, got oh, they must have had a heads up. And thousands and thousands of miles of pipe from Enron. Oh, is it went pennies under? on the dollar. You mean after Just the after as it was collapsing? As it was collapsing. Isn't that wow. what Russia is doing in Venezuela right now, even as we speak? I think they're buying up all the oil assets and everything in Venezuela. I just heard that oh, this there morning. Oh, there's another Russian. <laughs> I, I, I don't Sorry. know, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's not the Russians. It would be, uh, well, if it's not the Russians or, say, an American, you know, Swiss conglomerate, it would be the Chinese. Because China, you know, with its growing, uh, uh, well, it, with its huge population, which is becoming increasingly industrialized or uh modernized in the sense that they're enjoying the kind of creature comforts that we have here in America, you know, they like, like, like what is it, like 250 million people enjoy a standard of living comparable to what you'd find here in the U.S., which is amazing and only a quarter of their population. So there's a lot of room to grow, and that requires a lot of energy. So they are, the, the it's long been their nation's policy to actively pursue uh, foreign energy interests of any kind petroleum so, natural gas so the like. good news is kinder morgan is still american-owned right <laughs> exactly <laughs> that is the good news yeah, yeah. Okay, let me Sorry. just give you a little thing i just heard recently keeping america that, invested again <laughs> <laughs> that the uh there is the trans-siberian express it's a train that sure. runs from moscow to beijing it's it's and all famous. along that yeah. train track yeah uh are windmills really really how long is that? Have those been there? I hadn't heard that. I don't know how long, but but I've just I've just heard from folks who have been traveling in those areas that uh, that the the conservation that they're engaged in and the the renewables that they're engaged in are are quite astounding. But we never hear about no, those. No, doesn't make no. it to the U.S. No. press. No, no. and I mean just a few years ago, I heard Tom Hartman, who was talking about being in Germany and. Where, where so many people, I mean, a great majority of people in the cities have um, solar collectors on their roofs. Yeah. And, and he talked about how the government gives people low-interest loans, and, yeah, and yeah. so many people within just a few years have both paid off their loans and are selling energy back to the grid. Yeah. And so he was talking with one man, and he said, so where did you get, how did you decide which solar panels to get? And the man said, um, well, we did some research, and there was a French company. So we bought them through this French company. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, but what's happened to it since then is the Chinese saw it 
and they thought it was so efficient and so good that they bought the company. The French company. The French company. Dismantled it, brought it back to China, <laughs> and set it up there. Yeah. So you know, I mean, it's it's very interesting. I've just read a, a an interesting book, the the Great Derangement. It's yeah. uh, it's by Amitav Gorsuch. 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 Not related to Neil Gorsuch. No, not at all. And Gorsuch of the Reagan administration. But he he was writing about. The climate catastrophe that we're living in, or and, and climate denialism. Yeah, and and he wrote that you know here in the U.S. we don't think about China and a and uh, India, which have combined the largest population on the planet. Oh yeah, and when we think about number one and number two, and both India's, over a billion people. India is the biggest democracy in the world. Well, so-called, yes. Yep. But we'll, we can talk about that some other yep. time. Yep. What is that meaning of democracy? You started with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, And this yeah. was the great, uh, the book was the great... Uh, the Great Derangement. Derangement. That is uh, by Amitav Ghosh. Ghosh. I will be posting that on Twitter right now. Yeah. And I'll be oh, asking thanks. Lily Library to find me a copy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> good, good. Which so, is my go-to but, library. But back to, to the local... Sure. Politics. Well, I just want to say, sure. you're reminding me, like, remember how at one point we were talking about, uh, this is, obviously you weren't here for that conversation, <laughs> um, <laughs> but Sue, you remember how, like, uh, at one point we were talking about, like, you know, what kind of crazy government, you know, policy or program would you want to pursue? And you had a lot of small, like, yeah. you know, smaller government, more pro-business <laughs> kind of stuff. Yep. But one of mine was, um, uh, I would love for us to do, like, just a big uh, uh, government building project to put, like, either... Uh, wind turbines or solar panels all along our interstate highways because that's a ton of land and like all that median strip space we're not really doing anything with it and how about trains <laughs> trains would uh, trains would be an interesting option too um and and i i'm certainly not opposed to that um but i think the uh solar panels showing up and then uh, or, or and generating power that we could then use more quickly. I think we get a faster turnaround on that public investment. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, like, I, I'm the son of an investment banker. I care about that stuff. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, this, is, this was part of the New Deal, that, uh, that people needed jobs. Yeah. Just like people need jobs today. Yeah. And I think what I'd like to think about is people having work yeah. rather than simply jobs because uh, there's a, a different... A different oh, I, resonance I, in I, that. I, 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 I agree. I've I've had you know like, I I actually enjoyed being waiting tables, but it's it can easily be a job as opposed right. to work that you like doing. I like being a radio host. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why we all get paid <laughs> the big bucks, right? <laughs> this right. job that we all totally have that totally is our livelihood. Yes, yes indeed. Well, I tell you, you it know, is fun. It, it's a, you it's know, Paki, I was thing. looking at that yacht you just bought with your big radio money the other day, and I was like, that was a little gaudy. <laughs> it was, it was. We're trying to scale down, but, you know, those, uh, those solar collectors on the roof. Right, right, much. right. Well, it was the second helicopter pad I thought was just a bit much, but, you know, it's just me. Yeah. Returning to science for just a second, <laughs> you, you, you said um, uh, windmills or solar panels, and there was a study at MIT about New England, and it shows that solar panels with a wind turbine actually is the most efficient in New England because when you have a nor'easter, 
You have well, plenty of wind. And there's a lot. There's not that much sun here, so it covers the winter. It's a beautiful synergy. If you look I, at the graph, I, I'm good with both. Yeah. I, I, I I'm like just saying they both. You need a high. You need a mm-hmm. great a, a installation that has both great. together. Thank por, you for por, porque no los dos. <laughs> I, I think thanks for being smarter, Sue. Part of for those of you who <laughs> no, have those, seriously. <laughs> yeah. those of you who have those beautiful homes right on the shore, um, to try to persuade your neighbors that the most beautiful thing, the most beautiful way to see a sunset, for example, is through the turbine. <laughs> you know, because that was that was one of the big arguments. You know that I mean, Kennedys and Careys did not want those in there. We uh we 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 don't like the look of those solar turbines. They uh. <laughs> well, I, I think, you know, we, we, that's a job. Uh, worse than sending American do. dollars to Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> Cuba. But, yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's part of it, to, to realize how incredibly beautiful they are. I mean, driving out west, which I've been oh. doing a lot of lately, there are a couple of, of turbines in, uh, along the highway up in the hills, and they're absolutely beautiful. And you also know that they're producing energy that allows our listeners to get us over on the uh, on the airwaves so yeah. you know so but were you actually in jail i was actually in jail <laughs> oh my oh, goodness yeah. okay. so yeah so getting back <laughs> to the story i was asking you about because you were starting to talk about it when kinder I morgan i think is where we went kinder morgan right. yeah. well i just want to mention you're listening to civil politics here on valley free radio and we'll be civil <laughs> <laughs> and getting back to the local politics back so so <laughs> kinder morgan is building this uh natural gas pipeline and the yeah. guys made out in enron they they bought just they got out just before enron or they bought yeah. all the enron yeah. assets yeah they, and, and escaped yeah. without indictment apparently oh indictment are you kidding they escaped with billions of <laughs> dollars millions of dollars of uh, sure yeah of pipe and sure. now what do you do with millions of dollars of pipe well and i i think i'm, I'm a little concerned when you when you keep making reference to natural gas, I mean it is natural. Methane. However, getting it is uh, is today um, the process of fracking often, yeah, yeah. which is which is not good for us. No, it's not. Is it? Ba- it, it is banned in Massachusetts, is it not? Yeah, it's banned, but good. Uh, it's almost a moot point because we don't have a lot. Oh, it's uh, New York State and Pennsylvania I, yeah. that well, are really struggling with it. Yeah. I'm I'm glad we don't have a lot, but. Um, I really like the local water supply, so it's not moot to me. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful <laughs> that we have good good wells and yeah. good water. Yes. Yeah. I like drinking yeah. water Instead straight of, out yeah. of the tap. Instead yeah. of natural gas. Yeah. 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 So, um, so there is this, this pipeline that is being constructed right now. And yep. one of the, the arguments that uh, lots of people, including Maura Healy, who was very instrumental in stopping the NED. The oh, the attorney general? Or, or the state attorney general, yeah. 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 So, sorry, yes. No, yeah, no, I just wanted to Monica, remind yes. our listeners. Um, that um, The Spitfire, Maura Healy. That there was um, a, um, this pipeline that was proposed to go across the northern tier of Massachusetts. Yeah. And that was, uh, she argued against it. And, I mean, it was, it was an amazing confluence of people uh, opposing it, and and Kinder Morgan said, "You know what? This is getting too costly. Forget it. We're yeah. not going to do it." They were going to go through a state forest that was protected and all kinds of oh, things, yeah. right? Yeah. People's farms cut in half. Oh and yeah, yeah. And you know, do you know what she argued? I can't remember. I knew, but it just slipped my mind. Uh, I, I don't remember. Yeah, no. but it was pretty. Yeah, but she did uh, owners of property along the way. I mean, it was it was. Yeah. There were many suits, and um, and I think these guys put on their three piece suits and. Went home, yeah. But 
Meanwhile, there is this other pipeline called the Capital Pipeline, which is going to go from um, Albany to Hartford to Boston. Oh, okay. And uh, the idea being that it would uh, it would provide this so-called natural gas to all to people in all these places. Pump methane. But the, yeah. one of the problems is um, just as the uh, as the going through the uh, state, state forest. forest, that's what's that what's happening in in the Otis State Forest. This is again Article ninety seven protected land, and uh, so so any, anyway th- so so here's this pipeline, and already if you if you drive out there, it's it's just it's heartbreaking to see how the land has just been decimated yeah um it's it's awful um i mean you can see these swaths that have been cut yeah and uh, so so everybody from environmentalist to other environmentalists to the natives whose sacred sites have been disrupted yeah um are opposing this right uh, including the uh, the people who say wait a minute remember article 97 i don't know what that is that's that that's an article that dates back in fact, Stefan's going to get the whole yeah. thing on it. Um, it. It's part of the the Commonwealth Constitution, the Massachusetts Constitution, which predates the American Constitution, the, yes. the U.S. Constitution. Mm-hmm. And basically, it says that there is there is land, there is public land, there are forests, there are sacred lands, and I, those are in air quotes. Yeah. Um, that are to be left in perpetuity. Right. Unless two thirds of the legislature votes to exchange that piece for another piece. Oh, excellent! It's a right. real showstopper. And yeah, yeah. But, nice. But this has never been brought to the legislature. So, and, so uh, they can't touch it. No, they're touching it. In fact, but they shouldn't. They shouldn't. Right. right. So one one of the things is, and and I was at a, a hearing a couple of years ago in in Boston. Where the people of Sandusfield, which is, I mean, it's it's not even a dot um, on on our small big maps. population too. Very big. small population, but yeah, I've never have, even heard of that town. They I have, have the most beautiful resource. Mm-hmm. They have Spectacle Pond, and it's so-called Spectacle Pond because there are two. There's Upper Spectacle Pond and Lower, uh, connected by or separated by a little a little piece of. Land, right. so it looks like spectacles. It looks Got like glasses. Got it. Okay. And it's so, myth. <laughs> so, in uh, Upper Spectacle Pond, myth. yeah, I think it um, would be, yeah, which is is uh, <laughs> away from where the the devastation is happening. Um, it's quite beautiful and and pristine. Down below, it is also beautiful, and the pond itself is pristine. But what the plan is, is to take a million gallons of water out of this, uh, out of this beautiful spectacle pond. And the, the locals call it spectacular pond because right. it's so beautiful. And there are herons nest, and there's lots of wildlife. Sounds great. And uh, it's, it's beautiful. But imagine taking a million gallons out of this pond right. to, to, do to clean what? out the pipes, to, <laughs> to flush the pipes. Oh, Into right. where? And, well, that's, the, that's <laughs> a good question. So at first we thought, and then they're going to put it back in the pond. And they said, no, 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 we won't put it back in the pond. We're going to dump it on wetlands. Hmm. Now, the EPA sh- would normally, actually, state the state, 
environmental protection folks yeah. should have something to say about the that. The state well, should have something to say about it. Yeah. If there is this uh, federal energy FERC. Oh, FERC? Yes. <laughs> We've yes. met them before, I think. The regulatory commission um, has been asked to step in, but of course they didn't have a quorum, but that didn't stop them from stepping in on the side of Kinder Morgan. So, uh, so what, what are the people supposed to do? Um, well, what the people are doing is putting our bodies in the way to try to stop construction. Were you chained together or anything? No, we didn't chain together, but we did have a, a, a metal horse, and we had signs that said, Caution, crime scene. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, so, Is that why you got arrested, for being smart, Alex? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that would have gotten us on another radio program. <laughs> but um, no, so, so what happened was for two and a half hours, almost three hours, at the site we were, we were standing in, um, 20, we stopped 27 trucks ah. from taking... For how long? An for hour? two and a half hours. That's we, intense we, we truck traffic. By surprise. Yeah. And what was interesting was one of our support people walked down the road to see where these trucks were from. Because, of course, there's all this talk about local jobs, I think, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're from Louisiana and Texas and Missouri and Florida and Georgia and yeah. all, all kinds of places. And what are they bringing or taking away? What they're, what they're doing is they're coming to dig the trenches, to lay the pipe so that the, um, so that the gas can flow through it. Right. And uh, so, so we've had different protests uh, for months, yeah. uh, including, you know, these, these things that you, you may have seen if you were, went out to Tanglewood last weekend. There were banners flying over, route, over the interstate highway, over the Mass Pike. Oh, on yeah. the bridges? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've seen those, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so what we decided to do was we wanted to stop the, uh, the men from going to work. Yeah. And so we did. We stopped him at one end, and our, our friends stopped it at the other end. And ultimately, 10 of us were arrested and taken to... Are you one of the Sandusfield 10 or uh, whatever? Uh, <laughs> the Sandusfield 10. <laughs> uh, I forget what that movie was. Oh, Sakaka 7. Yeah. yeah the Sandusfield 10. Yeah, but <laughs> usually that it, it, it involves a long sentence and or a body count. So <laughs> let's, let's downplay that a bit. But, but what was interesting is, um, well, I mean, we're, I, I don't know the exact number of people who have been arrested there, but there have been at least 50 people arrested Yep. In, in relation to this. So we were taken to, uh, to the Pittsfield jail, to the, you know, it's the, it's the uh, police station, or and what they have cells, and, and, uh, and we're kept there an extraordinarily long time. Hmm. Um, and and the, the, the local police didn't know why the state police weren't moving us. Yeah. And so both where we were in Pittsfield and our friends who were waiting at the courthouse in Great Barrington yeah. where we were to be arraigned. That's actually right. um, a little hike away. It is a hike away. Yeah. Um, spent the day. And Sandusfield um, is from there. How far away would you say? Sandusfield is 14 miles east of Great Barrington. Oh, okay. So down in that corner. Yeah, so they yeah. put you up here and then. Right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, so, so what happened in the end was... Um, it got to be 3.30. They did give us lunch and, uh, and Kool-Aid to drink with it. <laughs> and, uh, 
and and uh, and they your tax they were dollars kind of, at work. Yeah, mm-hmm. your tax dollars at work. So so finally, they said, well, if you pay your forty dollars, we'll process you. And we said, we're not paying the forty dollars. Ooh, um, they didn't expect that. I bet we <laughs> should have we should have been arraigned during working hours because now it's after working hours, yeah. right? And um, and they said, well, if you don't pay it, you're going to the women's jail in Chicopee. Yeah. And we said, we're willing to go to the women's jail in Chicopee. And one of the things that was really important was we had solidarity. Not one of the women said, oh, no, I need to go to dinner or something. Yeah. But, um, but I'm I bet they were shocked when you said we're I not paying our $40. I think yeah. they were. <laughs> they yeah. weren't ready and for they you. They weren't. And... Uh, and so th- they were. I mean, I, I have to say, with a little compassion for the the the, uh, the Pittsfield police, is that they were in, in as much a bind as we were because because uh, the police, the the state police, weren't telling them when they were coming. So lo and behold, yeah. So uh, so we're all they, they were holding together. you as a courtesy to them, effectively. They were, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, so eventually, one of the. Uh, the policeman came in and he said, well, a good Samaritan has bailed you out, has put forward the $40 for each of you to leave, which I think was not very true. I didn't quite see his nose growing when he told <laughs> yep. us that, but you got the impression. So uh, so we were released on personal recognizance huh. and have to appear either, I'm on the 21st, four of us are on the 21st. And of August? Of August, and the others are the 31st. And down back in... Great Barrington. In Great Barrington, yeah. So, uh, so we're quite pleased that um, that we were able to stop this because this is the idea to uh, to both bring people's attention to the fact that this is happening, that the earth is being ravaged here, ravaged, not yeah. ravished. A- in <laughs> a, well, in a, in a in that local immediate place with building this pipeline. Yes, and it's all in service in a larger sense to. Uh, the development and exploitation of fossil fuels, of, of, of a carbon-intensive uh, greenhouse gas-producing right. um, uh, energy system, energy economy, yes. which is going to kill us all if, we're, if we don't do something enough, do take enough steps soon enough. Damn yes. climate change yeah. full speed ahead? <laughs> kind of, yeah. yeah. And one of the things that was lovely was the, the week before, the last Saturday, there was a picnics not pipelines celebration yep. at at sandisfield at, at the spectacle pond and uh, there were a couple of people who had come from standing rock to join us oh, nice. to make the connection that that the, the struggle in standing rock is the struggle in sandisfield it's the same you're 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 doing the water protector thing yes mm-hmm. yeah and in fact in this case it really is water protectors you know yeah well, yeah. it, it, I mean, it is there too. Yeah, it, was, it yes. is in Standing Rock yes. too. I've, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, a friend of mine is uh, actually uh, one of the organizers of uh, the veterans volunteer groups that go out there uh-huh. and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, so I've been, I've seen pictures and he's told me about it at enormous yeah. length at yeah. times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it looked I, pretty I, cold out there that winter. Oh, one. it was very yeah. cold. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. But um, but the thing that I think is is wonderful is that people are really waking up, and. Uh, and I mean, just tonight they're they're showing the new Al Gore film. Oh yeah, and, I'd love uh, to see that. Yeah, and uh, and I think you know, I mean, one of the things that that's that I've been aware of because I do nonviolence training, is um, is the people who since the election and since the inauguration, 
uh, have decided they have to do something. Yeah. So we have people who are coming to, to get nonviolence training um, who had never done any actions before. I'd be interested in that. Where do you guys do that? I mean, how could we find out more about that? The Sugar Shack Alliance. <laughs> the Sugar Shack Alliance. Go on the their webpage and go yeah. right to the webpage. All right. And Stefan, if you can post a link to that. Um, yeah. Indubitably. Yeah. Can we send Donald Trump to the nonviolence training? or? Well, we could invite <laughs> him. Uh, we don't have a golf course, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't think Donald Trump has ever been particularly. Well. I doubt he's been particularly violent in his life and that he's certainly never gone to war. You know, I don't think he's the kind of person who's like, you know, solved a lot of his problems by punching people. I mean, I don't know how he's mistreated any of his wives or whatever behind closed doors. No evidence of it at this point. Right. So. But yeah. but just in general, like, I don't think phys- like like that's not his issue. His issue is that he's so incredibly insecure that he's, you know. Well, that's what happens sometimes in a protest is people get scared and they and yeah. they and they make the police scared and yeah. things happen. So yeah. this is more about how to de-escalate a situation, yeah, which is more what I was. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> that would be lovely. And. <laughs> It's a nice way to segue into what we're probably going to talk <laughs> at least a little about in the second half of the show. Is there any chance to just ask what happens next, and is the attorney general yeah, helping you, ahead. or just uh, well, what? What's your next? What do you think you're besides going to jail or paying well, your fee? Or well, we uh, we're going to be arraigned, and uh, and we have two charges against us: disturbing the peace, and uh, which I think is kind of interesting because I think we're trying to restore the peace, right? <laughs> but. Um, and disorderly conduct, and I think we were very orderly. I, I think disturbing um, the peace is sort of shorthand for, uh, you know, forcing the police officers to have to deal with you in a way that they don't feel like doing. And so, yeah. you know, and yeah. I, I, you know, like it's a good shorthand term for it, but you know. But well, I want to commend the 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 police and their behavior toward us. Um, and again, I think it, it's related to among other things, there were a number of us who were older, and we were all white. Oh, boy. And I yep. think that makes a big difference. Fair enough. And, and so I think it is important for us to use that privilege in the service of justice and perhaps helping save the planet. Were there any, were the police diverse or were they, because that's, um, was that, San, there was a state police, right, who came in? Yeah. Yeah, so they're pretty much all white, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and uh, are there any big uh, state hearings or uh, bills in the state house or anything like that coming up about this particular pipeline? Or is the attorney general going to put a right. stay on or, you know, or uh, uh, no, um, this this has all gone to the feds. So it's all oh, back in FERC's usurp the court. state authority. Because, because remember, the whole issue of states rights. Come on, folks. Um, we have a federal. My government. party's supposed to be in favor of states' rights, right? right. Yeah. So, so, in other words, though, uh, writing to our federal congressman rather than our state yeah. rep or whatever. A- actually, uh, all of them. And if you happen to live in Richard Neal's district, um, this is in his district. Sandusfield is in his district. Wasn't yeah. he just praising Trump today on something? I was saw he? some piece in the news. It was shocking. I forget what it was, but it's like what? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. we didn't talk about uh, Charlie Baker cozying up to Trump last week, so we should do it this week. <laughs> but uh-huh. right now, uh, Stefan is waving his arms wildly, <laughs> suggesting to me that we should perhaps take a short break uh, and play some uh, public service announcements, station IDs, and promos for other shows here on Valley Free Radio. So this is civil politics. Uh, we're gonna do all those things, keep the FCC happy, and then we'll be right back. Don't go away. 
The Lily Library is filled with adventure and wonder for kids and adults of all ages. Lily Library in downtown Florence lends books and movies to everyone. They offer free parking, free Wi-Fi, and two-hour sessions on Internet-connected computers. They also offer extensive programs for children, including story hours, clubs, and activities for teens, as well as adult programs. The library is open Tuesday and Thursday evenings, Saturdays and Sundays. Find out more at lilylibrary.org. Hi, this is Wendy, host of Subculture, a music show featuring new wave, electronic, indie, and funk. Join me Friday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ or tune in from anywhere by visiting our website at valleyfreeradio.org. If you miss Subculture on Fridays, don't worry. You can hear it again from midnight to 2 Sunday mornings. Thank you for supporting Valley Free Radio. Table of Contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres, and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in a CD or tape player. Each week presenting shows which can at times be organized orderly and at other times perhaps be not as much so, yet never dull. Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm still Michael Dow. With me are still Sue Timberlake. Hey there. And our special guest tonight, Packy Wheeland. Here, here. And uh, fugitive from justice. No, no, she paid her fine. She paid. No, she did not. Oh yeah, somebody paid her fine. She has personal recognizance. (laughs) Good to know. I think we should get you a T-shirt. Yeah. (laughs) Still, she persisted. Personal recognizance. Right. (laughs) So from the uh, from the local to the international. Yeah, well, we were you were you were talking about uh, uh, how you guys at the Sugar Shack Collective Alliance Alliance. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's all right. Yeah, you're not socialist. The God no, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you are. It's, what? It's <laughs> not a dirty word anymore. No, it's, it's not. not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> and neither is anarchist. Or, uh, or you know, the, sometimes we'll have to talk about small is beautiful. Yeah, you know? yeah. Anarchists. Uh, we're kind of close to the anarchists a little bit. Yeah. 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 You heard it here. Right. Okay. Well, I... Uh, We're a little closer with Trump than we meant to be, but, yeah, yeah. you know... Well, the... Uh, yeah, that's true. That's... that's, that's anarchy not, and the that's Republican Party. That's not the kind of beautiful, <laughs> idyllic anarchy where, where there are no masters and everyone's happy. It's more the sort of like the, oh, God, oh, God, why is everything on fire kind of anarchy, but, you know... Uh, potato, potato, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, but you were talking about uh, nonviolence training, and Sue, you were saying how it's a pity uh, our current president doesn't uh, hasn't, hasn't de-escalation taken and how not to make people more apt to shoot off a missile. But right. Well, and that is that is actually uh, uh, one of the sort of the bubbling issues at the moment, and it, I'm really hoping it's going to just turn out to be nothing and in the end a cooler kerfuffle. heads will prevail and it'll just be a minor minor footnote that we'll forget about but yeah well, it's not good it, no it's not good at all and one of the things that, that I, I'm I'm pleased about is in our recent history uh, we were very close under the Obama administration we were very close to uh, to doing some pretty bad things to Iran you remember uh, 
John McCain, who wanted to bomb, bomb, bomb Iran. I remember, I remember the song. 2008, yes. yeah. 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 Um, so what I think we, we need to do is, if you're concerned about this, is to get in touch with your member of Congress. Get in touch yeah. with your senators. Call the White House line and, uh, and do something. Yeah. And, you know, this is not just, I mean, we... You know, we certainly did a lot of lobbying. We did a lot of protesting and a, a lot of imploring our legislators to not go to war on Iran. And uh, and look what what happened. We didn't. And uh, and now Iran is or uh, Syria. Yeah. Or Syria. But I, I want to just share with this because lots of folks don't don't know it. And I mean, even I don't remember this. But when Dwight Eisenhower was president. There, I remember this. There was. You <laughs> do. She was a prodigy. Um, <laughs> but uh, so Eisenhower was, was president, and there were people in the government and outside of the government who wanted us to go to war on China. Yeah, during, uh, in, the, in the Korean Peninsula. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And thousands of people sent rice to the White House. Oh, I don't remember this. <laughs> and basically persuaded him not to go to war on China. I don't think it would have taken that much to persuade the man who oversaw the carnage in Western Europe, you know, that, like, maybe another world war was a bad idea. Oh, I, but, I think but he yeah. was probably, you know, that's the thing. that so We were just talking about this the other day, that as soon as somebody retires with his five stars, four stars, uh, admiralty or whatever, he, all, he then turns around, and it's usually he, turns around yeah. and says... You know, we've got to stop this nuclear proliferation. We've yeah, got yeah. to stop yeah. these wars. In their older years. Yeah. I heard something the other day. This might be fake news, but I it struck me as true, so I'm going to share it. So if it's fake, I apologize. But I heard that Mattis, McMaster, and Kelly, the generals that are in Trump's administration, have all agreed that one of them will always be I, I, I in D.C. Read, I've read elsewhere uh, uh, myself that yeah. uh, Unf- that uh, Secretary of Defense uh, uh, Mattis. Mattis and uh, uh, the former, now Kelly. White House Chief of Staff General Kelly, uh, indeed have basically said, that, like, one of us will always be on hand at all times yeah. and that's to, to counsel the president. And that um, speaks yeah. reams to me because... It's not even that it might be true or it might not be true, but that the fact that it it feels necessary and that most people say, oh, that's a good thing. I, I, I don't think, admittedly, 60 years ago, was the world was quite different. But, yeah, just, just fundamentally, you know, even as liberal as I am, like, actually, sorry, honestly, I think in, I think in a lot of ways, like, I, I would be happy to be an Eisenhower Republican, um, because you know, if you listen to a lot of the things he came out for, you know, like like he's he's a centrist Democrat these days. You know, like like really Barack Obama and Dwight Eisenhower would would agree on a lot of policies, uh, and I was okay with with voting for Barack Obama because you know I thought that maybe we should try uh, moderate improvements and see where we got. And well, sadly, we didn't get far enough. <laughs> I mean, remember over to you, crazy lefties. <laughs> who started the EPA? Nixon. Well, Nixon. Congress, but Nixon signed right. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so so I think you know the the whole the the mainstream politic has shifted so far to the right that uh, that what Republicans did that were good things, um, Democrats don't even do today. Yeah. You know, so uh, yeah. so I think we've got we've got some hard work to do, and the um, 
you know, it was it was uh, Kennedy and then uh, Reagan who talked about cutting back with the Russians, who talked about cutting back our nuclear weaponry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Reagan got some of that done. He yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. He, he did, which is one of his genuine, I think, positive accomplishments as president. You know, like like there was actually uh, a lessening of tensions and uh, improvements in, but in he, all that. But he did but take those solar panels off the White House. So. Yeah. And <laughs> kind of ignore the AIDS epidemic and sell arms <laughs> to yeah, the uh, Iranians. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. I was trying to give you just a little, you know. But, but anyway. you know, I, I mean, I think that the other thing that, that's important is, is you know, the, the, uh, the atomic scientists... Uh, have have this clock. the union of atomic scientists. The union yep. of atomic, you know, and what happened clock. is the doomsday clock had had moved back, but in the past couple of days it has moved forward. Oh, I missed that. As it does, yeah. yes, and uh, and I think you know it, it, this is really serious because um, there are people in in our in our country who are supporting the president's rhetoric, and uh, and that's and as they say that ain't good. I talk to a lot of people to get ready for this show just because I live in my little Republican bubble. Yeah, and, what, you know, what's going on in, in <laughs> yeah. you know, in like, the bubble? This is, this is, I talk Supposedly to the people who are, you know, on, like, in some ways on Team Trump or at least in Trump's same party. I mean, I know you're not, but I'm just saying, like, like, like the concern. Well, I am a Republican. I'm not sure he's in my party. <laughs> Fair but, enough to that, too. But I'm just saying, like, so what are you seeing? What seems to be, like, the general strain of thinking, like, bef- like. Before I go there, I just wanted to say this because I, I talk to people because I try and understand what's breaking through to people that pay no attention to politics. And the drug reps sometimes come into the work yep. area where I am. And I was talking to one of them who travels all over the world and is sort of an internationalist. And um, yep. uh, she, I forget which company she works for, but Nicole Den Auden was her name. And I said, so tell me what's breaking through in the news to you. And she said, I was ashamed of our president before. I assume she's a Democrat. She said, I'm actually fearful, and I had to get my children to stop my older child from showing my younger child the news the news because this Korea thing. And yeah. I was thinking, you know, I kind of share that. I was ashamed before of some of the things he's done, and now I'm actually concerned, you know, oh, concerned yeah. because North Korea, this isn't. This, you know, this is this is really serious, and he could do so much damage I, to Guam and I think it was and to South Korea and to well, the whole world. I yeah. think it was almost exactly a year ago we were spitballing about stuff, and and actually the EPA came up, and you mentioned how like you know that was Nixon, and, <laughs> and you know like and I was like yeah that was Nixon, and and you basically asked me sort of out of the blue like yeah so if you had to pick you know like Donald Trump or Richard Nixon to be in president and I said that's <laughs> not even a competition like <laughs> I would go for Nixon because we already know he can be trusted to be responsible with nuclear weapons and like like that if if you're going to have like one issue you're going to vote on that's a pretty oh, that's interesting. good one well, and that's sad because I mean I know Nixon's horrible and I'm not like a fan of Nixon but uh, you know and I, I thi- want somebody safe with the nukes <laughs> yeah and I'm not saying that this person spoke for all Democrats oh, it was God, just no. somebody who's no, in that's, the world that's my job yeah <laughs> but it, it uh-huh. and and you know I think a lot of Republicans feel the same way you have this sense that they're really people are really concerned in yeah, positions yeah. of power that something might go terribly wrong very e- very easily well and this is why uh, i circling back to i was you mentioning like the nonviolence training and you saying like it's nice to have some some confidence like like 
whatever else you want to say about, you know, cool as a cucumber, no drama, Obama, you know, like he wouldn't respond to these provocations. Taunts, yeah. Yeah, these taunts with his own. That's just not what he would do. And, you know, like... You know what Melania said? I have two boys at home. And she only has Baron, so guess who else she was talking about? Wait, she said what? I have two boys at home. Sometimes I have two boys at home. She really said that? Yeah, she said that. Wow. <laughs> when they were in China, I think. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And and like and, and, and that's that's a problem. I mean, I think this whole this wouldn't be worrying us and this wouldn't be like escalating in the news, you know, because President Obama or someone of similar temperament could even be a Republican. I mean, you know, whoever. Uh I think George Bush Sr. would certainly have, you know, like, again, I don't think Pocky and I are big fans of him, but, like, he certainly would know how to, like, keep his cool. Yeah, <laughs> you know? he, he was head of the CIA. I mean, he was, yeah. among other things, a he diplomat. And a bomber pilot during World War II, so he, he, he knows from danger. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, what we're, what we're doing is, is uh, I think... Saying this is exceptional. Looking at... Well, yes. no, looking at the American people and looking at, um, at how undereducated so many people have been and are so that, um, so that I'll hear people on the radio saying, you know, Obama, uh, Trump is doing the right thing. You know, you show them. Um, it's, it's the bully mentality. It's, yeah. the, uh, it's the make America grape again. <laughs> you know, it's, um, I mean, I think it, it really... It really invites us to think deeply about who we are and, and how we can be what our aspirations are. I agree. You know, we um, have these great aspirations. But it, is it Maxine Waters who's proposing uh, a, a bill in uh, uh, Congress to uh, essentially uh, redebate and 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 currently and revoke the authorization of force from 2001? That's still sort of the ostensible justification for whatever you know for for the trump uh invoked for shooting cruise missiles into syria uh earlier this well, year obama tried to get it clarified and ch- and changed so they covered yeah, yeah nothing and else. they wouldn't touch it right congress yeah. wouldn't go near it yeah I, I, and and i was fascinated how the republican congress which i think we all know was not a big fan of pretty much anything president obama did nevertheless did not jump at the chance to, to rein it in. it in yeah or like, to define it better, like, or to give a date, or any of that. And I don't know how much of that is like you know, uh, uh, cowardly buck passing, and how much of that I don't know what that is, honestly. Yeah. Stefan, you were the, about to chip in with something. That's the new Washington consensus. What I think is the um, uh, sort of extra congressional executive privilege when it comes to military action yeah. overseas. I mean, some people were worried that. During the recess, he would appoint somebody. I mean, and they're holding pro forma. They're holding pro forma um, sessions to keep him from doing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was surprised. It's like they did that to Obama all the time, and now they're having to do it for their own. You know, for their own. So good. But I think you know we were talking earlier about the the article in the Times today, on looking at both the conservatives, the liberals and the progressive voice yeah and and i think that's a really important thing to look at that that the there what is people actually think of this yeah, particular there, thing there and is much more yeah. than just that binary yeah. the democratic socialists had their convention 
uh, in Chicago. It happens every two years. How was it, comrade? Uh, <laughs> this past Ooh. weekend, I was not in attendance. I'm not a party member at this time. Um, <laughs> but I am, I am interested because I'm watching how the left is organizing within and without the Democratic Party. Yeah. Um, this is the largest explicitly left-wing convention since 1969. Oh, wow. The, so they're the motivated. DSA, yep. The DSA has grown from, I think, seven or 8,000 members um, a couple of years ago to twenty over 25,000 hmm. now, and it continues to grow. There, and that's just one of several. Hmm. So I think, and I think we're really going into the 2018 elections and especially going into 2020 and beyond, we're going to be seeing a lot more... Um, a lot more infrastructure and a lot more organizing happening on the left. It's going to be really interesting to see what, how that sort of interacts and potentially uh, has tension with the Democratic Party and their efforts to unseat Trump and reestablish themselves. You know, I, I want to put in a plug for something because I have probably talked about the health care issues. Um, you may personally endorse whatever you like. You cannot speak for civil politics or the station, but go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. But, but um, she may speak but, for but the, uh, yeah, free uh, speech. The it's in the air to Stop War a couple of weeks ago showed a very interesting film called Fix It, which is about the healthcare system right. in the U.S. and in Canada. And a very interesting thing for those of you who want small government and business. <clears throat> yes, that's the woman business on, should be in favor of right. single payer. They should be. Yes. It's in their best and interest. We, t- Mike and I, talk about this yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Well, yeah. You were suggesting Governor Romney take that line back in the day, and he didn't listen to you. No, no. well, he's going to run for president, so his no, people no didn't want any part of it. Yeah, well, look how that turned out. He should have yeah. listened to you. <laughs> what was what was fascinating was interviews with business people in Canada, and so I forget the man now. But but I'd, I'd encourage you, if you are part of Chambers of Commerce or the Kiwanis Club or the Lions or any of those those business groups, yeah. to uh, to get this film, to show it. because Fix it, you said? Fix, fix it? it, yeah. Because what, what it points out, and it, this is wonderful, this man who has a, a, quite a, a large business in Canada was, was being in, invited by his, his North America's, his U.S. friends, to come down to the U.S., yeah. And he said, so we did, we looked at the, you know, we did the research and decided that in three years, paying the health care, we'd go bankrupt. Now, that was probably a little hyperbolic. If he got really good coverage bought on the open market, yeah, he could but, get a Cadillac um, plan that would put any business out of business. But I think, business. you know, this is the kind of thing that, uh, that, that so many businesses are, you know, that, need to be persuaded, need to see this. They should know this. I think it's the chambers of commerce that sell insurance that are part of the problem, forgive me, and put business groups together. And Because if you had the government doing that, they wouldn't have all that. Well, well, I shouldn't I, say I, that. I, but. I, well, I, honestly, I think, I think a part of it is that the, there's a lot of power wielded by private insurance companies when it comes to talking to Congress. Yeah. And uh, they can make an awful lot of money selling health insurance. And... Yeah. and um, but you know, chambers do coordinate, yeah. and it's well, like ARP sells insurance, which yeah. means they have a, you know, a dog in the fight when they're lobbying on the wrong well, side. It's, it's the same, it, and it's the same kind of logic that. Sorry, leads ARP, but it's true. Well, <laughs> oh, really? You don't think ARP is uh, is an effective advocate for healthcare? No, they're the opposite. Uh, yeah. Really? You yeah. know, they were they allowed the drug 
Yeah, no, 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 well, no, no. no. Yeah, you've got you've got hospitals. You've got the medical. Industry. I'm not eligible to join for another few years. So. Oh yeah, and, uh, 55. You can join oh, right in. Really? <laughs> join oh, right okay. in. Okay. Well, let's see. Eight years. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So you've got Baby. you know the healthcare <laughs> industry, which includes big pharma. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and if we could expose those. Um, and I mean, I'm still hearing. I heard from someone the other day. Well, I don't want the government to, to, uh, to do my medical. And I said, wait a minute. I, let me tell you something. Um, what the government does. I, I'm on Social Security, and every month, clockwork. Yeah. My Social Security check is deposited in my bank account. Yeah. And I have a Medicare and card. And that's socialism. Yeah. And it my is Medicare socialism. card yeah. allows me to. Pick the doctor I want. You go yeah. anywhere. It's like the gold and, card. You can go anywhere yes. with a Medicare and card then, if you have basic, if the real I Medicare. If I need tests yeah. or anything, my co-pays are so much smaller than I bet any one of yours who are yeah. on a health care plan. So, you know, it, it's basically to look at the, the right of health care or the right to health care. I Actually, just think the I risk pool should be combined. I, I mean, I, that's my business I, argument, that it's much cheaper to yeah. have... A big risk pool. Like I, 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 I agree. Like I, I think in the end we're going to spend a lot on healthcare in this country, especially as we allow more people access. But a, I think we'll spend it more efficiently. And b, when you're as wealthy as the United States is, that's what you spend your money on. Things like taking care of people. I mean, it's, it's like I. You know, I like I said, Dad was an investment banker, and I observed certain Yankee banker values. And I don't think it's a good idea to waste money, but. You know, it's not wasting. Sure, you're not conservative. <laughs> well, well, I, I am in some ways. Yeah. You know, like like here's the th- here's a way in which oh, I don't know. We have to wrap up soon, but like just me fundamentally, I'm very conservative in in the most fundamental respect. Like America, for me, as an affluent white college educated guy from the Northeast, tall, blonde, blah 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 blah. But whatever. Like for me, America works Check. great. You know, like. I have a good life. I'm prosperous. I'm healthy. I'm well fed. I have leisure time. If I get in trouble, the cops are going to be nice to me and help me out. All these things are great. I want them for everybody because I want to keep enjoying them. So I want us to like change things so that everybody gets them because and, and this is the this is the thing that I don't understand about. Would you give up something to pay for it? Sure. Absolutely. It's a, do- a bargain at twice the price. Would you give up a nuclear submarine? Heck yes. <laughs> How about 50,000 bombs? I wouldn't give oh, up a nuclear yes. submarine. Sorry, guys. Heck, <laughs> not all of them, but I'd give up some. Absolutely. They're, like, whatever utility you want to make How for, many for trident the ne- subs is it worth to you, Dow? <laughs> <laughs> right. But... Well, uh, I, I'm I'm a big fan of Trident. It, 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 its flavor lasts longer. Wait, we're talking about subs, not gum. Oh, That's yeah. true. Yes. But just I and mean, it like, was Obama that actually right. upgraded the Triad, right? That's well, the big yeah. story this and, week. And, is and that I'd somebody be, else was claiming it, but right. actually Obama's. Well, I'd be happy to pay higher taxes. Uh, you know, like like well, I, how I, I high? I wouldn't want to. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I I'd be I'd understand. Like, I'm okay with paying more if there's general prosperity. Because, like, the rising tide lifts all boats. I mean, this is something I've said on the show before, and I sort of... But, like, like I have friends from Europe who uh, enjoy a standard of living that is comparable to mine. They aren't saddled with college debt. They're not worried about health insurance and whatnot, you know. And, I mean, actually, my health care co-pays are pretty low because I went and got one of the platinum plans because... Uh-huh. 
I'm lucky. I can afford it. So yeah. I just did. And you're young, so it wasn't too, too expensive. Well, middle-aged, but I'm in good health. So, yeah. yeah. The so, lucky genes. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, I won that lottery, and I'm happy happy that I did. But, you know, like, the longer the longer uh, this huge disparity in wealth plagues our, our, our planet, uh, the, more, the more and more the correction's going to come, and it's going to be like the French Revolution. <laughs> and I, and I, I would prefer something like the New Deal. Thank you very much. <laughs> and that's where, that's where we need these progressive voices because, as you noted, the, the Democrats, I mean, under, under Obama. The, Don't the point at me. Of, yeah. no, 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 I'm not. <laughs> Go ahead and point you, at me. That's you fine. noted that the Democrats. Yeah, in, they upgraded you know, the triad. They, yeah. weren't, they yeah. weren't messing um, around. They didn't that, want an inadvertent explosion. Or you know, <laughs> that, so, so we need this more progressive voice to inform people of options. Yes. Because the, this, the, the Democrats and Republicans are so much in the same boat. I think the only difference is the, uh, the Democrats We're recording are, are this, slightly you know. better in, uh, in, in domestic issues. Yeah. Like uh, they're, 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 they're like, what? Gay marriage? What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is important, but not yeah. n- by no means the whole McGillan. So we, we do need we do need to wrap up. I can't believe how fast that went. Yeah, me either. <laughs> but uh, we do need to wrap up. Uh, I uh, just uh, I I really hope that there's uh, still uh, 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 no nuclear war in the next week. And uh, don't we all? Yeah, yes. we'll and check back in next, next Friday to right. be sure. Exactly. And boy, I hope Congress actually has a serious debate about war powers soon. I think that could be one of the silver linings to this terrible Trump presidency if people are like. Okay, no, wait. No, we actually really need to talk about this. <laughs> because right now, I think legally, the president could launch a preemptive first strike. And Do you I, remember what George said? The generals would stop him? And we had a big debate about that because I say, no, the generals will follow order. Well, I'm really hoping George is right. I, I, <laughs> I, the generals I, I, I wouldn't am follow too, orders. But, um, <laughs> but I, they do. They're supposed um, to. But I think back to the Cuban Missile Crisis and General Curtis LeMay, and I'm, I'm thinking cooler heads, Ugh. maybe... Like, it's one of the advantages of Congress. It's a it's a tedious committee pro- process. So, like, if we want to go to war, <laughs> let's do it that way. <laughs> yes. yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. We are running over time here. <clears throat> so uh, that's going to wrap up tonight for Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. Uh, just a quick mention, the summer concert series here in downtown Northampton is still happening. Uh, uh, there's one uh, next week, the final one, from 530 to 730 in Pulaski Park. Looks fun. Uh, free music. Should go to it. And uh, coming up next here on uh, uh, Valley Free Radio is the awesome music show Subculture. You should absolutely stay, to stay tuned and listen to that. But that's all for us tonight here with uh, Civil Politics. We'll be back for from next week. Thanks for listening. Good night.